Welcome back to Shots Life. I just let that roll just for a moment. Ah, rightio. Some tips. We've heard from Darren Carroll. Now, I did give it a bit of an allusion to uh, an illusion. Uh, whatever the word is. I've had a late night. I'm on the short back up from Geelong. Uh, cut me some slack, please. Uh, Melton, today, uh, for big fella, the horse talking about with Garrick Knight was race four, number nine at Melton. I'm field major. It's not in my game plan as such. It's just a bit short for me. It's a dollar seventy. If had it been two dollars, big fella, I would have had a hundred straight out on him, and then gone twenty five each way on my other two plays to give you a bit of an idea. But I just think the dollar seventy is just that little bit of unders that I don't want to be bearing in a dollar seventy. But if you can get two dollars for I'm Phil Major, which I think you probably will at some stage. If you can get the $2 on field major, I'd be take, happily taking that and then staking it uh, so you can cover these other two tips, if that makes sense. So if you want to spend 20 bucks, have 10 bucks on it at $2 and you should win. And then we're playing with their money for the next two. And they're small fields the next two, but I'm still going each way. So they have to run top two. And it's race five, number two, Montana Flash. It's currently $18 and $5. It has shortened today. It was 23 and 6 when I looked before the show. But I'm happy to play it, that 18 and 5. It's going pretty well, Montana Flash. It's last two starts. It ran second to business class. Beat Hey Go, you good thing, uh, believe it or not. But it came from four back the outside on that occasion. And they went 155 over the 1720, which is pretty good going. And then it's backed up and run second last week on Wednesday to Rumble Stride, who's a quality three-year-old that's won now four in a row. He's won five from nine. He's a quality, quality three-year-old Rumble Stride. So that could have been, for all intents and purposes, a win last week because I don't think there's a Rumble Stride uh, in this race. It's it's a really nice horse. So... Uh, Montana Flash coming off the back of those two really good seconds. Now, Wingate guy does have a little bit of gate speed. So does Montana Flash. I'm not sure he, he crosses Wingate guy or not, Jordan Leadham. But he's got the stablemate Chappie Street North on the outside who does have high gate speed if it does everything right. And then <clears throat> the other main chances in the race are drawn at five and seven. Sweet Annie May is a horse that seems to go back in its races. And Aranya is a horse that always seems to draw terrible. I'm not sure what's what's with it in its draws, but it always draws poor and never seems to have much luck. So what I'm saying is I think Montana Flash is going to get a really good run. I think Sweet Manny May goes back and Herenia may push forward, end up working its way to the front. If all that happens over the 2240, if Herenia ends up in front and Sweet Annie May's last, uh, the tempo will really drop out of this race and I think Montana Flash will run top two. If Aranya happens to go back or sit park, then Montana Flash has a chance of winning the races. Uh, they might uh, they might walk they might go pretty slow in the middle stages. Anyway, I think it's a great each way play at eighteen and five, so it'll be even on it. Uh, as much the win as you are the place. So for game plan, if we're having a hundred on I'm field major, you'd have twenty five each way on Montana Flash, and then the next race, race six, number three, the Beach Fantasy, uh, is a it's a nice horse, this horse. It was purchased out of New Zealand. I, I watched that run. Actually, I'm, look, I'm, I'm mates with Hawkey who bought the horse. He, he showed me a replay of it winning. 
and it looked a bit green and it came up the inside and it was like it had a horn on the cart and he just kept tooting and they kept moving out of his way when he won that race in New Zealand. I followed him closely through that last preparation. Uh, he, he started in May, finished in August, and his last start, he paced a bit rough, but Rikiro Rebel won the race, Gorn ran second, Operative Line, who's kicked right on, ran third in the race, Ruby Wingate, Zeus Dan ran fifth. Like, it was a nice field, that field, they, and they didn't come up for air at any real stage, and he got held up late uh, by Best Back Bruce, by the sort of stable mate, and got dragged out of the race a bit, so... He was a bit unlucky. He was beaten a long way on that occasion, but uh, that's his last run. Then he came back at Geelong last week and was declared a no-runner, so it's not in the form, but he just looked a, a better, stronger, more mature horse. So if his last run was in August, he's probably had three or four weeks off, eight weeks. He wouldn't have lost a lot of fitness, another five or six weeks of slow work and back into the fast work, and he, he'll be fitter and better for that run at Geelong. He completed the whole race. He lost some ground at the start. He chased them hard. He caught them up. He got a little bit tired late, but he looked really a lot better. He paced a lot better. He just looked like he'd matured the horse. And he's really um, my best of the day. Race six, number three, the Beach Fantasy, 11 and 460. Wow. Darren Carroll in that race is tipping Popcorn Friday. It'll start out of gate four and it'll come forward pretty hard. Uh, follow the Eclipse and Brave Bondi, who stayed down here for Chris Sinosio to get his Vic Bread bonus and then did a full 180. He's going to need a bit of speed on uh, to win the race. It's won its last two and, and the the great, great people that own this horse did a full 180. Uh, Terry Lewis, who's... Uh, Fantastic on Facebook and love seeing all those posts about the food he grows. It's sensational. It's inspiring, actually, as the veggie garden's not too far away, Terry. And every time you put a post up, I think, oh, I wouldn't mind putting a few of those in. Uh, it goes well. They go well. But I think the Beach Fantasy's going to be a Metro-level horse. He's going to get there. He'll get to that 900 Raider. Think a horse like Rishi, uh, if you know your horses. And I think we're going to see a much different beach fantasy this preparation. And 11 and 460, I'd get on early because uh, once Hawkey has a play, he'll come right into fives or sixes. That's what I'm thinking. He's an, James Herbson drives him as well. Just a lot. Uh, he ticks a lot, a lot of boxes for me. Uh, definite overs, bit of speed early, drops down, ends up 1-1, three back the outside. I'll be very interested to see how he goes. He may not have matured enough yet. He might need another preparation. But uh, from what I saw at Geelong, I think we're going to see a slightly different horse uh, today at Melton. They were my two or three. So they are race four, number nine, Ironfield Major, straight out. Race five, number two, Montana Flash, a bit each way. And race six, number three, the Beach Fantasy, my best each way, 11 and uh, $11.460. Got to run top two, I realise, but, geez, uh, he's a he's. Huge overs, Beach Fantasy. He should, probably should really be $3.50 and $1.50, something like that, if that's what I would have assessed him and priced him at in this race, just off what I saw at Geelong and knowing his uh, background and uh, his running New Zealand and watching him last campaign so closely. And uh, Hawkey was there at Geelong last week too. And I'm not sure what the price fluctuations were, but I'm tipping he got backed in a little bit.